As easy as the touch of a button. The message of life on 6:57 a.m. Yeah, that's Nozugoy Nozugoyagani. We are Sajelwele on AM 657 kHz. I just wanted to hear exactly what they are saying there. Kuyashajelwele is Lunor Ezolene. Yeah, but it's a beautiful song nonetheless. Bring us to exactly 14 minutes um, after 7 on Radio Puppet, your daily company. Guys, I have an invite, an invited guest in my studio, in the studio. Ah, let me not say my studio because some people might criticize me and say it's not your studio, it's, it's Radio Puppet Studio. I know it's Radio Puppet Studio, but hey, in the studio I have an uninvited guest. I haven't invited this guest and I know that uh, yeah, this guest does not come in peace, honestly speaking. Uh, the guests have been flying around and I've been feeling some icky, my, my, I mean, I've been eating and eating here. I didn't know what was happening and... Uh, when I looked around, I saw the guest just running away from me. Um, yeah, an invited guest. I wish I had something to, uh, not to chase him away or to chase it. I know it's a her, it's a she, um, to chase it uh, away, to chase her away. But uh, I needed to actually uh, call uh, this guest here. So, yeah. So she wants to get my blood for free. She's not here to, you know, encourage or anything, but she's there for, for freebies. Yeah. So I'm thinking, like, can I leave I didn't invite that guy. I just saw a, a fit of molefesterum. So, yeah, I don't know, but I don't want to advertise these things that get rid of this uninvited guest. Yeah, but I just wanted to, to know, guys, that I'm not alone <laughs> in the studio. I had a, an uninvited guest. Yeah. So I just wanted to let you know. And uh, it's uh, 16 after 7 on AM 657 kilohertz. We are now joined by the invited one. It's none other than... Um, wait a minute. Uh, Pumelele. Makrina. Pumelele. Hi. Hi. When thank I, you for I, inviting me. When <laughs> you are invited and you are not take stealing from me, you are not stealing my blood and... <laughs> Yeah, so, but you're here to empower the listeners of Radio Puppet. I am glad. Thank you for having me once again. Just at the right time, because we are battling with this issue of load shading. And uh, like right in front of my uh, screen here, uh, it's on Radio Puppet's uh, Facebook page, Call to Prayer. And you can see uh, Telcom there being our prayer item. It's just, it's a candle, and uh, they put the candle there. What do you call these uh, things? There's uh, that uh, uh, tra- not transport man. There is amazing electricity. Tylons. Would you call them tylons? What do you call them? Yes, pylons or transmission lines. Transmission lines. Yeah, if you can uh-huh. go to the Radio Puppet's Facebook page there, uh, let's pray for um, for Eskom So tonight we are continuing with you on the subject of. Um, renewable energy. Uh-huh. Do you think it can solve all the problems that we have? Well, thing is, I think at this point we are paying off years of inconsistent work. So, unfortunately, uh, not as effectively, but in the long run, yes. Maybe once we have adapted to a to a standard, I I really think that it could really eliminate some of our underlying issues that we have at the moment. 
Somebody said uh, today that, you know, the best way to deal with these things is to completely get out of uh, um, the government's greed, be it water, be it electricity. Just have your own uh, borehole at home, your own solar panel at home. At least you'll then have a peace of mind. Exactly. That's actually quite an interesting one that I also just wanted to mention, that in the past two weeks, um, four out of five of my clients have also started putting in Georgia tanks because load shedding has also come with inconsistencies on water supplies. And on the nicer part of it, they're also growing up their vegetable gardens. So really, people are trying by all means to be independent Mm. through this whole crisis that's happening. And uh, we all know that these don't come cheap, but these are some of the things that we can maybe invest in. Uh, if there are some monies that we were investing somewhere else, we might consider redirecting our money into mm-hmm. these things. Because Kikili, uh, Faki, um, what do you call that in Zulu? I wanted the Zulu word for that. Uh, it's an inheritance that we can leave uh, for for our children, you know, and they can leave it to their children also. So it's something that we should consider in investing in. Absolutely right, and I think Ifa in Zulu is Ifa. Ifa, yes, that's, that's the right a, word. That's a, yeah. Yes, and in the midst of this crisis, I think at most it's forcing people to really think outside of the box. Mm. It's really forcing us to make necessary changes that will sustain us in the long run. So there are some effective, positive things to really take out of this. Please take us through those um, things you are talking about. What is it that we can do to make our lives okay. better? Yeah. Okay, so I mean, um, in general, uh, saving up for your um, renewable energy space. I mean, uh, with particular speaking about solar installation, that is the current um, uh, the current noise that's currently happening. People are really investing in um, trying to also educate themselves on what solar is. What does it do? So yes, solar equipment is fairly expensive, but I mean, in terms of really investing via equipment, you know, purchasing a battery possibly in a month, saving up towards that, purchasing panels, you know, so really readjusting your finances to accommodate for a shift in in, in renewable energy. I've seen some on the internet and they don't look uh, that expensive at all. Uh, some range from mm. 2000 3000 uh, Some of the things that one can consider maybe to start with, uh, maybe to see that at least uh, some um, important um, gadgets in the house, uh, like oh. your fridges, your, 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 your um, televisions, those important mm. ones. Uh, uh, you know, um, are taken care of. Are they good investments or giddy fly by night? Because I saw some of them, they look like reasonable to can start with. Yes, that's also a very exciting conversation to also have with your original equipment manufacturers. Um, Just gaining more information on exactly um, what is the guarantee? What is the warranty? And just to highlight between the two, a guarantee basically it, it incorporates whether the material, what are the terms why you're getting it replaced and repaired in a place of malfunction. And a warranty goes on to, if perhaps, let's say, this battery is expected to run 10 years, it can't give me less than that. So, yes, 
there are cheaper uh, components to go around this, but you're looking at effectiveness. And this is what a buyer should really look out for, especially when looking out for good equipment via solar. Because, yes, you do get fly-by-nights at the moment with, <laughs> with currently what is at place because of the demand, yes. So in that segment, um, cheaper is not always uh, better? Exactly, exactly. Cheaper is not always better. But the nice thing with solar that mm. I would say consumers really need to look out for, number one, what problem are you trying to solve? Um, you mentioned a very good point of whether do I want to just put in my lights under solar, my fridge, what exactly do I want to uh, put into solar? The nice thing about solar, it allows you to grow your system. So whatever that you purchase is not basically a, a, a system that says, okay, it's done, it's final, but you can grow your system. So for example, if I'm struggling to power up my house during load shedding, I can get a backup unit. So a backup unit would operate similarly to what you have, for example, a generator running. So it will only power up your lights and some equipment, depending on the size of the backup unit. So what to expect from a backup unit? So basically, in a backup unit, you don't have solar panels. So it strictly runs on a battery and inverter. So those are that's the, that's the first option. So secondly, if you have a problem of mm, my utility bill is quite pricey at the moment and I want to reduce it, and more, more importantly, I also want to um, basically not suffer during load shedding, then that's where you can look at a power-saving unit. So a power-saving unit incorporates your panels as well as an inverter as well as batteries. So it looks at those three components. So do you see that already just from, um, just from the, the type of problems that one can have, you can simply grow your unit. So if you had particularly a backup unit, I can in the following month add in panels and make that a power-saving unit. And thirdly, if you are on the receiving end of saying, you know what, I want to remove myself totally from ESCOM, that's where you need to look at getting off-grid units. So off-grid units look at higher battery spaces. So if, let's say, for um, for a power-saving unit, I need two batteries, lithium batteries, to say. For an off-grid system, you'd need twice that uh, amount of batteries. So I'd need four lithium batteries as opposed to two. So do you see that level of you can grow your system with time? So it is uh, an indirect investment as well. We are talking renewable energy with uh, Pumelele right here on Radio Puppet, your daily company. Tell me about um, the generators. Aren't they falling under renewable energies also? And still on that one, I've seen on um, many um, houses having these things like they connect the generator to the, the grid, the, like, I mean, the, 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 the house um, grid, instead of it, you know, like... The the plucky lady light their own light they they plug it somewhere and then it runs I mean it, it powers everything in the house like your normal normal um, uh, ESCOM would do. It, does it fall under uh, renewable energy also? Maybe it could be a, a cheaper one that can be able to help at least alleviate the situation at the moment. 
Oof, yes, as you say, alleviate the situation at the moment. I wouldn't say it would be cheaper because with the generator, that's in fact a very good question that you ask. Is it a renewable energy or not? I think um, let's go back to the fundamentals. What is renewable energy? So renewable energy is basically natural sources that are replenished at a higher rate. So for example, sunlight, wind, those are basically um, your geothermal heat that you get underground. So that's basically your renewable energies. But when you look at non-renewable sources, such as coal, is um, coal, oil, and gas, those are basically fossil fuels. So they are burned in order to produce some sort of energy. So with a generator, a generator is basically... Um, a component that is used to generate electricity that uses a motor, uses either petrol or diesel, and already you're looking at fossil fuels. So looking at um, the option of should I go solar, should I use a generator, generator has underlying costs. There's, There's running costs that are required. Diesel, you need to buy diesel. Okay, and already just looking at the conversations on prices over that, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's something else. So you're also looking at maintenance of it. Uh, it. It does require maintenance. And it's also noisy. It does also release um, some harmful gases as well. I think maybe you have seen users having generators open up their garages. and So it, it does also have an implication on safety, you know. Um, and via solar, I'm like you're looking at, yes, it, does, it, it is fairly expensive on the first time, but running it, it's free to run. Maintenance, you only do maintenance depending on the type of battery, depending on your equipment. You're looking at four to ten years of maintaining it. But you're looking at it's basically noiseless. It's literally environmentally sustainable. So it really goes on to what kind of problem are you trying to solve? But long-term Solar is a major investment. You don't need to hinder on it as much. You don't need to um, have underlining maintenance that also occurs. But with a generator, you would need a standby electrician, a mechanical engineer who will basically service out your generator. And you're looking at cost to run that generator and the noise, of course. So, so it highly depends on what exactly are you looking for. So, yes, if you are looking for a short-term, less-cost uh, less cost uh, thing to put in, yes, a generator would work, but long term, it, it, it is major expensive as opposed to using solar. Let's look at uh, the renewable energy future with regards to the affordability. I'm not uh, I'm not good when it comes to, to numbers and, and calculations and uh, and, and all that, but uh, let, let's look at, uh, let's say, maybe when there is a high demand, can we see um, the prices uh, drastically being pushed down uh, because of the demand, or will we see the prices going up because uh, more people are now uh, focusing on renewable energy? Uh, what does the, the future look like? Okay, there is actually an article that was taken by Business Tech that shows an indication of a 15% decrease in solar prices via lithium batteries. That's in the next uh, 20 years. 
So I'm not sure how true that is, but I think at this point, from, from my opinionative objective around uh, the solar um, equipment, is that, yes, South Africa, we are a bit far. We, we are a bit far behind with regard to that kind of technology infiltrating in. I mean, uh, we have only shifted from batteries to lithium batteries not so long ago. And you're looking at places such as Canada, you know, so you European countries, they've already adapted into uh, water-based lithium batteries. So lithium batteries that are running with just water. So it does show that, yes, we have a, a 12-year, uh, we are 12 years behind via that technology. So with lithium batteries at the moment, I think there will be a substantial decrease in, in expenses. Uh, but but yeah, I, I think it's highly open into um, the demand as well, what is currently happening at the moment. But they, they, it, it does show that it will decrease with time and with more people also um, being knowledgeable about such equipment being available. Yeah, it, there's a lot that we don't know about uh, yeah, the th- yeah. uh, things out there. But thank yeah. you once again uh, for enlightening us and for opening our eyes. At least we now know what we need mm-hmm. uh, at this point in time. We know we now know what can help, you know, with regard to solving our problems at this mm-hmm. point in time. Then we begin to ask the, the right questions, and I'm sure mm-hmm. in so doing we'll be able to get the relevant people that can be able to... Uh, assist us. Pumelele, as always, thank you very much for um, speaking with us on Radio Pulpit. Thank you so much for having me. Many people across South Africa are being blessed and encouraged by the Radio Pulpit devotional magazine, The Word for Today. This publication places the gospel of Jesus Christ in the hands of more than 100,000 people every day, inspiring every person, from the professional businessman to the needy person who lives in the streets. Each edition contains daily scripture-based devotionals and inspiring articles to help you grow spiritually. The booklet is given with the compliments of Radio Pulpit, but your donation, large or small, will help us to print the next edition and continue being the hope of the gospel to a world in desperate need. The Word for Today. Get yours today on 012-334-1200 or subscribe online at www.radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion.